Hello, I'm George Abernathy. I'm the proud president of Freightways, and I'm thrilled here at the 3PL Summit to be able to have a fireside chat with Danny Lowe. Danny's the president of Asset Light Logistics and the chief yield officer at ArcVest. Danny, thanks for doing this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, good morning. Glad to be on here with you. Thanks for having me. So a little bit about Danny. I think everybody knows about ArcVest. We'll talk about the multimodality and the things that ArcVest is up to, but a little bit about, uh, about Danny. Danny was named president of Asset Light uh, Logistics in September of 2020, and he's been the chief yield officer at ArcVest since January of 2017. He's had a really distinguished career inside of ArcVest, working his way up from being an associate pricing analyst um, for ArcVest and ABF Freight, a number of continually increasing senior positions. And one of them I found particularly interesting was serving as the director of marketing and PR for ABF Freight for six years, which you know means that Danny understands what it is to look both outside and inside of his company. And I think that makes for a 3PL Summit fireside chat that's gonna be terrific. So let's go and uh, let, let, let's have some fun. So we're gonna talk about the new normal and uh, everybody knows that the pandemic is close to being behind us. Maybe that's where I'd, I'd kind of like to start, Danny. In in this new normal, are, are you in all, you've got so many different modes of LTL, truckload, household goods, containers. You guys, you guys touch on really everything. And of course, asset light. Where do you see the market, the new normal today? Well, you know, when I think of the new norm, this part of this is it seems like the new norm has just changed, right? It's it's being flexible and adaptable. And but when I think kind of the shorter term of what the new norm is, I think capacity is the biggest is is the biggest topic that everyone has to talk about. Uh, when you think through what's going through, both as you come out came out of the pandemic and as we're looking through this, there's a there is a crunch on capacity as we look forward. And uh, I think. The biggest thing that we have to do, you know, us as a logistics providers, make sure that one, we're connecting with our customers and understanding exactly what they're trying to accomplish. Because as you search for capacity, let's make sure we're putting the right capacity with the needs of our customers. And so we kind of have a unique perspective in that because we do have, you know, you talked about the multiple. We have ABF Freight, you know, we have our Panther brand. So we have assets that play as well that we get a look into and get a deeper understanding of really what or other capacity providers are doing. And so that's kind of a unique spot to be able to really relate to our other capacity providers based on what our, our own internal systems are telling us. And now you talk about systems that it is interesting with, with as you say, uh, ABF Freight, with Panther, UPAC, you, you've got so many different touch points that you guys see both the macro and micro economic uh, platform. Are, are there particular areas where you talk about systems where you've been able to bring technology to enhance the ability for your customers to get capacity that they need? Sure. You know, I think of our managed solutions group as being able to tie a lot of those things together. And so we, we've done a lot of work over the years to build technology to not just present an ABF solution or not just present a Panther solution to the customer. It's really stepping back and, and moving from a shipment to an order to what is your supply chain. And what those systems do is just allow us to use not just ABF, but other capacity providers. And so to me, that, that's that's big, especially when you go through, you know, just like the, the storm in February, our ability to if the ABF network was was out of cycle because of the storm that hit Dallas and different pieces. OK, how do you bypass that? Can 
Can we then pull in a multimodal solution that's using truckload to bypass, whether it be ABF breakpoints or dis distribution centers, to, to get around it where the rest of the network is, is working, is to, to insert that freight, insert those shipments into a spot. And a lot of that's just, we want to be set up that way. And honestly, we, whether it's a February storm or whether it's just peak season or whether it's a slow season, it's having those conversations to understand and being in front of it because it, it's hard to react in the moment. Right. It's systems take take time to get set up. And so, you know, that's that's what's great about our salespeople is out having those conversations ahead of time so that when a crisis or a situation hits, that you're prepared and ready to react in a different way for your customers. That nimbleness, uh, I think, has been one of um, our best um, real hallmarks and, and one of the things that is demonstrative of all of those different uh offerings that you provide to the customers. So let me, let me talk about the digitization. Everybody wants to talk about how digital, I want to come at it, uh, Danny, from two perspectives. Let's talk a little bit about sort of initially, everybody, every company that is watching us right now is thinking about how are they going to best serve their customers post pandemic, but also how are they serving their internal customers, their their own employees, and 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 obviously we have to also think about the in your and all the cases of the asset side. How are drivers also going to be treated? So let's sort of go after those individually. Let's let's talk about how ArcBest is handling the post-pandemic way that your employees are looking at coming back to the office, being able to work from home. How have you guys been understanding those needs and trying to address them? Sure. You know, I think, you know, we, we call it digital, just technology in general. I think uh, a lot of things everyone was working on got accelerated when the pandemic hit in March. And, and so as you go through this piece, I've been really pleased with how our workforce has responded, being able to work from home. Um, you know, to me, it's not the same being on the screen talking back and forth as compared to sitting across a desk. But I've been amazed at our ability of our people to adapt, our customers to adapt to this, to this, to the changes within that. Uh, I think from the digital forefront of that, though, as long as our people can be productive in a remote space, you know, it, it's safety is the first concern that we have within that. And so a lot of discussions are going on right now because, as you said, kind of the vaccinations, there appears to be light at the end of the tunnel with, where we're headed with some of the safety concerns within this. And so to us, really, a lot of our conversations are it's kind of role specific, you know, certain, we have employees that are dying to get back into the office and are saying, hey, it's, it's ready, are we, I come back in at this point. And, you know, with, with safety, we still have some type of capacity about how your office is set up to make sure you're meeting all of the COVID protocols within those pieces. But then on the flip side, we've had, you know, in our ABF network, we've had those frontline essential employees that have never missed a beat. They've been in their truck, they've been on the dock, they've been out there every day within that piece. And so, making sure they're safe, but uh, also making sure we're communicating with them. And then that's to me as is, is a, maybe a missing component that a lot of talked about is making sure you're still connecting with your employees in this world. And so uh, just, I think a lot of the, there's a, a culture built within our best. There's a lot of employees that want to be in the office. They want to be around their fellow employees. There's, there's just a sense of the camaraderie, the mission that we're trying to accomplish as our best for our customers that it works back and forth, you know, in a, in a video setting, 
but it's just different when you're on the floor. And uh, we've seen a lot of that, you know, when we think of, I think a lot of people think of our, you know, a brokerage firm. So in our truckload brokerage area, we've got a lot of those, our, you know, our carrier salespeople back on the floor. And there's, there's nothing like the sound of excitement from those folks as, as, as the day builds. You kind of know what's going on when you feel the excitement with them as they're in there working on the floor. It's a, a um, really important point that you make in, in listening to what the employees are looking for. And uh, um, I, the, the kind of interactions that I've had with our best folks over the years, um, there is a pride, there is a camaraderie. And I, I, I can imagine that that is something you guys have to really think about that you and Judy and the team have to think about trying to maintain that during this time frame. So you brought up the February storm. I, I find that, that interesting um, that thinking of mode shifting and the like with the technology that is available today. And I think you're right. We, you talk about digitization. We talk about a variety of sort of buzzwords, but it really does boil down to the technology that that you guys have continued to develop and to continue to deploy to 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 protect the supply chain. Um, Craig Fuller, our you know founder and CEO, gets interviewed and gets interviewed a lot now about people's supply chains. It wasn't something that was talked about a lot pre-pandemic, but it certainly became top of news. You guys are you guys are right in the middle of of being, you know, involved in that. When you have pandemic and then throw that snow and ice and cold on top of that, tell me how technology and how ArcBest was able to react to that. Sure. I think the biggest piece is as you build in to understand, you know, first let's say let's talk in our asset network because that's where you can have this disruption get out of sync is is communication back and forth across every department to understand what is happening in the operational. You know, first is when the weather, winter storm hit is first the safety of our employees in the Texas area, you know, with, with things that were going on. And two, who can we get to work and understanding those pieces, understanding what the system is capable of, but then having technology that sits on top that helps us route the, the shipments. If, if uh, we were unable to handle in the Dallas because of the weather, do we have other partners? Do we other have other providers that are maybe not impacted the other way to be able to meet the needs of our customers, really without them having to be overly involved, but just informing them, here's what we're working through, the different pieces of it. And I think, to me, visibility into that and the ability for, I think it's not just our technology. I think shippers are getting smarter and their technology is getting better uh, with the ability to see where they, the actual requirements of the shipment, not just it's a shipment, I need it delivered. Well, what are the what are the dates? What are the requirements? What are we trying to do? And then finding the right solution for that. So as you talk about the right solution, let me bridge from that. As we talk about the capacity crunch, the continuation of that post-pandemic. And so I'm a shipper and I'm trying to, you know, comprehend everything that, you know, that went on. Uh, I look back to 2018 where capacity got tight. 19 it freed up a little bit, but then depending on what kind of shipper I am, what I'm producing, I, I may have gone to zero in production or I may have gone to 200% in production. So it would strike me that an arc best with your multiple options is something that is resonating with the shipper community. Am I, am I, am I right about that? Yeah. So, I, you know, just recently I was talking, we had a town hall where we we're talking to all of our employees and and I kind of talked about two specific examples that happened during the pandemic. 
One was a kind of an online uh, uh, health care, health uh, fitness equipment type product. Um, their sales quadrupled. And so during the pandemic, we're finding out how to help them scale and build out. And they're, you know, the very small shop within that. And we were very successful because we were set up. And so we were able to handle that capacity that they required and, and really exceeded their expectations of that. Well, the flip side, we had retailers that were shutting down stores and really shutting down their network. And the conversations were not about how to uh, secure capacity from a movement standpoint. It was, can we store products on our on your trailers? What can we do? And then then you flip to, okay, how do we restart our supply chain? So we have a huge dynamics, but our ability, you know, the breadth of our services and, and having that multimodal view of it allowed us to have those conversations. So let's let's talk about what you're looking at. And uh, these kinds of uh, firesides tend to get into a lot of um, crystal balling and the like. And you know, no one could have predicted the black swan, white swan event that was the pandemic and, and where it was. But as as we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel, as you described now, what what does ArcBest see for the balance of 2021 from the perspective of capacity? And what are what are your guidances to 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 your shippers? And and I'll I'll follow that with as in 20. Are you seeing more shippers thinking long term now and saying, I need to protect my supply chain? So I need to be more that, you know, to maybe overuse phrase, but be that shipper of choice and and make a, a true partnership. So start with that first part. Where are we now in 2021? And are the shippers really starting to be the partners that uh, that would, would would help to make those supply chains safer? Sure. I, I would say kind of all signs that we see. Uh, the summer will be a very tight capacity type market. I mean, that's just uh, whether it be in the truckload area or whether it be down through LTL, um, there, there's, there, it appears that we're ramping to a point um, that there will be significant capacity concerns during that. And so we are, I mean, we are having dialogues with shippers and understanding, let's make sure we understand what we're trying to accomplish. Because if you're shipping to a retailer and you have a must arrive by date, that is a different conversation than if it's just a shipment that has, you know, maybe it's two weeks out that the arrival is, you need to plan that better, right? And, and so I think the habits of as some are just to ship when product's ready to be able to ship out. And that may be the right choice. But I think as you get into capacity, if you want to weigh service and you want to weigh costs, having those conversations to let your capacity providers or your logistics providers like us help you plan that is, is really what you need to be doing as you as you kind of look forward into the future. Absolutely. So I'm going to turn a little bit uh, on you here. Um, you're a proud Razorback. We could call the hogs right here if you want to. Uh, I have found with my, you know, time living in Northwest Arkansas and also uh, working there for over a dozen years that all I have to do is start going, and people's arms start to go up. So I'll try not to, I'll try not to do that, but I really want to talk about how ArcFest and, and as you are going to, continue to grow the business significantly, how is ArcBest recruiting? And sure. we're talking about the University of Arkansas, what a you know, fantastic supply chain program, Matt Waller, uh, you know, leading the, the Walton College of Business there. Um, 
but obviously there's so many other great programs. How does ArcBest stand out? You know, as we talk about in a 3PL Summit, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere that the next generation of supply chain leaders is going to want to, to come to, to work for, to, to, uh, to, to have the kind of career that you've had. How does, how does ArcBest make that happen? Sure. You know, I would say first, yes, we are very, we work closely with Matt in the university. And so we have a great partnership, really one that we continue to seek to expand. We have a lot of employees um, that have graduated from the University of Arkansas that work with us. You know, it's a, but it's a crowded, it's a crowded area as well, right? Seeking talent within that. Um, so it is, how do you differentiate yourself? And so part of it we think is our culture, uh, you know, with ArcBest is the ability, once we get people in and it's hard to describe, but if people come on a tour, whether it's our customers or whether it's potential employees that come into it, there's a sense of what we're trying to do. And without even saying it, just walking through the building, people walk out and they're like, is this real? Is this really what I'm, it's not what they're expecting when they come into this. And to me, a lot of this, the selling point within this, it goes back to what we discussed earlier. I think when you have the, the breadth of services, when you have the multiple and you have the customer in mind and you have your capacity providers in mind, you can do amazing things because you're you're meeting the needs of two separate groups and you're being the connection that makes that work. And so just the ability to create just solutions from one end to the other. Uh, you know, we have a lot of people that are just excited to do that because for the long time in our history, we had ABF. And so if you wanted an LTL shipment, we had ABF. If you wanted something else, we had ABF. Now, at this point, when a customer comes to us, we really, and I think, you know, you've heard, you've probably heard some more, we'll find a way. That That is the, that is the, the, the motto of, of our people is uh, bring us a challenge and maybe the more sophisticated, the more challenging it is, the better we perform because our mindset is to find a way to meet the needs both of our customers and also our capacity providers to make sure that they are successful as well as we move forward. That's a, that's a great answer. So we're coming up kind of on the end here. Let's, um, I want to uh, maybe go towards you and ArcBest with people like Judy and the leadership. And you guys have been very active externally pre-pandemic. You know, it's a company that people look to and, 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 and will see at various conferences as being the industry leader that, that you are. How are you seeing that come back or, you know, when are you, obviously it's terrific to have the opportunity to do things like this, but what's, what's Danny Lowe's travel schedule look like now? And what are you expecting to be able to do over the next few months and into the balance of 21? Sure. You know, I I would say kind of into this year, I've I've traveled some this year already and it's a strange feeling. I mean, uh, actually getting back out and whether it be, you know, traveling through the Dallas-Fort Worth airport and uh, looking down the hallway and you being one of five people you see is is, is a different feeling. Um, but I think as people get more comfortable, I am, I, I do believe that we're going to find the right balance between remote work and, and in-person. But to me, uh, there's still something about personal relationships. There's, there's times that I need to be sitting across a desk or a table from you or having conversations with our customers to understand what's going on. But at the same part, we get a leverage this technology. And to me, what we've really mastered over the last year. And so as we look forward, it's the ability to marry those two together to come up with the right answer. And so do I, I don't expect business travel to be as much as it was in the past. 
but I do expect business travel to come back within that. And so kind of looking out, you know, starting to see conferences being lined up and in-person things as we look towards the end of the year. And so, you know, we're pretty excited about that. We we have a, a, a award trip for our top salespeople that we, we had to postpone last year and we had that scheduled for August. And so we're excited. Uh, we, we, we feel like we're going to be able to, to, to hold that event. And it's going to kind of be the first time that we really get all of our people back together. And I, I, I really expect that to be a joyous occasion for everyone involved there, just to kind of to, to get everyone in person back together. That what a great way to, I could agree with you more that camaraderie that we're missing, that pent up, dem- you know, demand and emotion that we've got to want to see and not just see the way you and I are seeing one another, which is great, but really be able to get back to um, the, the the friendships, the relationships that we've been able to build inside of our companies and, and externally as well. And I count ArcBest as one of those friends and we really appreciate it. Uh, Danny, Danny Lowe, I appreciate your time uh, and appreciate everything that you and ArcBest have done to help keeping the supply chains running the way they have. And uh, obviously on the asset light side, uh, all that you've done to keep some trucks moving, but for your drivers as well, big thank you to all the all the folks who are hauling freight and keeping the economy moving. So Danny, thanks for doing this. It was terrific. Appreciate it. Thanks, George. Appreciate the time. Thank you to uh, to Danny Lowe, the president of Asset Light Logistics and the chief yield officer at ArcBest. Have a great 3PL Summit. You've got wonderful and terrific content coming your way. Have a great day. Thank you.